Not everything dies, Mr. Mulder. Hello, and welcome to Condensed Truth, the Essential X-Files podcast. I am your host, Shelby. And I'm Laura. And this week we are talking season four, episode one, Heron Vote. Uh, this episode aired October 4th, 1996, written by Chris Carter and directed by R.W. Goodwin. I forget to write a plot. <laughs> <laughs> what is the plot of this What episode? is the plot of this other than just spinning their wheels? <laughs> um, yeah, there's a lot of nothing. <laughs> Jeremiah Smith, Mulder, and Scully get confronted by the alien bounty hunter. A chase ensues. Mulder and Jeremiah Smith escape. Jeremiah Smith takes him to Canada to tell him that something is happening. And so we get some clues about something. Kind of. Some sort of heron vogue going on. Yeah. Meanwhile, Scully is doing some science. And she finds out some unfortunate and probably regrettable plot points about vaccines. Yeah. And then Cigarette Smoking Man has Mulder's mom healed by the <sighs> alien bounty hunter. I was so mad. <laughs> I'm, I'm really mad about the exchange of life that happened in this episode. Yeah. The person who died and the person who didn't die. Pissed. Oh, yes. Obviously, crucially. To be honest, the only reason we're watching this episode is that X died. Yeah. R.I.P. to a motherfucking legend. R.I.P. to a legend. R.I.P. to the best actor on the show except for Gillian Anderson. Honestly, X had his A game every single time. He's good. Absolute legend. I'm going to miss him dearly. Me too. Right before we started recording, I was watching the the little Inside the X-Files episode they made. For season five to air right before uh, the movie, I guess. Or mm-hmm. Anyway, it was just an episode they had. And I was kind of irritated because when I watched the show originally on Netflix, like it was an episode and I just watched it normally. And it just like recaps the show, but it's fun. It's not on Hulu. And so I had to pull out my Blu-rays. <laughs> <laughs> Pulling out the Blu-rays. Yeah. Anyway, because I, I remember... Stephen Williams was on it, and he talked about his death, and he said, you know, Chris Carter called me, and he said, X has got to take a bullet. <laughs> and he was like, I was sad because it felt like a stupid death. It, and, it was. And he's like, but, you know, I thought about it some more, and I think X planned it. And he got away, and he's alive somewhere, and I choose to believe that reality. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Okay. We'll get to the, we'll eventually get up to that. <laughs> but finally, we have an episode set in Canada. <laughs> I know. But is it shot in Canada or is it shot in California? There's lots of hills, but is it, are those Canadian hills? They're Canadian hills. Okay, cool. I think it's nice. shot in British Columbia, which I'm pretty sure is where Vancouver is. But yes. it's a bit further out, I think. Okay, cool. It's weird to see Canada not snowy. Yeah, I mean... We're rainy, really. It's very sunny. Right. We're from the south, so I think we just think of Canada as cold and icy all the time. Well, the show, it is cold and icy all the time. I mean, yeah, they are like always filming in winter and fall, I guess, but... (laughs) 
but there's an electrical worker and he climbs up the telephone pole. I think I feel like he's really playing up the Canadian accent. Mm-hmm. Eh? Eh? <laughs> Maybe it's like their way of like showing that he's like, we're out in the boonies, you know, like yeah. this is the country. Yeah. People's accents are worse. The scene takes place in Alberta, which isn't where it's shot, but a bee stings him. And then there's these five identical boys right under him, and they're very weird. Very creepy. And he makes a joke about, like, did your mom ever confuse y'all? <laughs> and then he dies. And then he starts convulsing, and he falls off the telephone pole, and they make sure he dies, and then they just leave. Yep. Spooky. And then we have the credits, and then, finally, we have a new tagline. Everything dies. <laughs> Thank you. Finally. I've been waiting. Thanks, Chris Carter. Everything dies. Everything dies. I've been waiting so long for this. <laughs> and now we're finally back to where we ended. The cliffhanger. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a couple of weeks. It, well, it's been a few minutes, too. It feels like, why? What is this cold open? How is this yeah. tied with this episode at all? Yeah, it's kind of funny because, like, it's such a staple of the mythology to have this kind of, like, seemingly unrelated cold open. Right. But also, it's like, this will tie in eventually. Right. It just feels so thematically different. Mm -hmm. It's weird. Yeah, we just learn about the bees. The bees. The bees. Bees. (laughs) They don't allow you to bring bees in here. (laughs) But yes, we get back to Jeremiah and Mulder and Scully and the alien bounty hunter. Jeremiah bolts and Mulder goes after him and tells Scully to stay out of the alien bounty hunter's way. She tries to tackle him and just gets walloped. Yeah, she's so little. (laughs) She looks like a quarterback trying to tackle somebody that intercepted his (laughs) throw. (laughs) (laughs) No form, no form. Yeah. Anyway, Chase... Alien bounty hunter chases Jeremiah to the roof. Jeremiah jumps off. I feel like this chase went on for a really long time. It did. I kind of liked it, though. I don't know if you liked it. I didn't. <laughs> I liked it. I thought it was like, it was dark, but it was also like light enough that you could actually see what's happening. Yeah. Which can be kind of a rarity. I just thought it was just, it dragged on a little too much. Like, okay. it was just like a little, a little long. Okay. Well, I mean, okay, so my logic is if they didn't pad this chase scene i would have to get more of people just telling Mulder, you have to follow me all of the answers are up on this other side of this hill (laughs) (laughs) this this is like the worst that the mythology has to offer and not even the worst because i feel like it gets worse but like it's just the most boring i think it's 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 all of its worst tendencies yeah it's like, I didn't know where this episode was going to go, but like not in a good way. It was more just like, I, I just don't know what Chris Carter is going to pull out of his ass instead of like, oh, I'm on the edge of my seat. It could go any way. It's like, no, it's just like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah. Mulder tells Scully to get the car. She gets the car. And I did really like the shot of her driving the car and then Alien Bounty Hunter just dropping onto it. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. And then her laying on the horn to be like, mm, nope. <laughs> That's a no from me. So Jeremiah goes for the boat and Alien Bounty Hunter follows. But Mulder is hiding in this big pile of wood chips because it's a sawmill. Mm-hmm. And he stabs 
uh, alien bounty hunter with the stiletto. He got him. Yeah, apparently he didn't get him. No, he didn't. Never get him. explained. No, just all of that toxic green blood just went back into his neck. It was so frustrating. Why. It was so frustrating because like there was no explanation of like why he doesn't die, and then he ends up like kidnapping Scully. Not really kidnapping her, just kind of t- briefly holding her hostage. Yeah, but it's just like. It was obviously done because it was convenient for the show's plot. Mm-hmm. But, like, what are the rules here? Does stabbing them in the back of the neck kill them or no? Who knows? <sighs> the rules are whatever Chris Carter makes them. Yeah. And he doesn't even know. Yeah, he's, he's, like just, a, he's just making it up on the fly. Really bad dungeon master sometimes. <laughs> but Mulder convinces Jeremiah to let him go with him. Because he needs Jeremiah to save his mother's life. And I guess Jeremiah is a sucker for it. Which tracks. Yeah. He's sympathetic. And so he abandons Scully. And Scully has this great yell for Mulder. I honestly should have included that in the Mulder rating yell. But I'm not changing it now. But it's a great yell. I'll Mm -hmm. just say that. And so Mulder wants jeremiah to go to the hospital and jeremiah's like well that's exactly where they're going to expect us to go and Mulder's like oh it's fine they can't kill you without in the open he's like they can and they would i'm that important (laughs) (laughs) yes he is that bitch and so jeremiah gives Mulder a a choice like either we go and we save your mom and they almost certainly kill me and you don't know the truth or I go show you the truth. Mm-hmm. And Mulder is very loyal to his cause and says, okay, we'll go. Let's go to Canada. But he says, he does mention that the plans involve colonization and mentions his sister. It's always the sister, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but honestly, the stuff with his sister, I felt like got me the most in this episode. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like the ambient, like, it's so sad. It's really sad. It's more like it's not new, but it's just sad. I think I thought it was kind of interesting. Like it makes sense to me. I was just like it's very obvious kind of what's going on right here, but like Mulder, it just like it took Mulder like so long to kind of like realize what was going on. I was kind of like, "Okay, buddy, like she's not she's your sister, but she's not your sister." Like this is not I even feel, the first time we've had clones of Samantha. Right. I feel like he should maybe especially like since it's like a childhood version of his sister it's like maybe you you should should realize that like every version of your sister isn't actually going to be your sister I don't yeah. know like I, I understand he's just like super emotional right now because his mom is also like super sick and stuff right now mm-hmm. but like I mean and like I think David Duchovny did an okay job it was just like a little kind of frustrating for me almost because it was just like Mulder like come on like obvious it's obvious what's going on here it felt like more dragging to me almost yeah yeah well I just yeah I just meant like it just there was just like a lot of sadness in his like it's me your brother Fox yeah he this is like this is some top tier sad Mulder yeah he brought some good energy he's very sad in this episode I love my sad Mulder he's a sad boy he's it's very effective to me it's my weakness it is your weakness (laughs) I love the angst and we have a brief scene of uh some of the members of the syndicate mostly cigarette smoking man and the first elder slash the gruff voice man 
Just what I like to call him. I've given him that name. The guy who sounds like he's in the mafia. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And he says, like, we have these photos of you and Tina at the house. You Compromising. Know who, took who took that? And so they decide that they need to smoke out the sores. And so they decide to plant the information that Tina Mulder's life is in danger. Besides the coma. Yeah. That she's dying quickly or, you know, something. someone's going to get to her, whatever it is. And so Mulder calls Scully to update her on his plan. But she's being, you know, held by the alien bounty hunter. And so the alien bounty hunter is just immediately told where Mulder and Jeremiah are going. And Scully's like, hey, <laughs> you know all that information you just told me? I thought it was, like, so funny that, like, the alien bounty hunter was just like, okay, bye. He didn't, like, make Scully, like, hang up the phone to make sure that, like, she <laughs> yes. didn't tip them off or anything like that. He just, like, bounced out of the car and Scully was like, okay, he's after you. Bye. <laughs> exactly. I also, like, how Mulder was like, where are you? She's like, I'm in the car. And he was like, well, why are you in the car? Like, so confused. And it's like, that's where you told her to be. Yeah, her line, of, I'm right where you left me, Mulder. I know. <laughs> so good. And she was just like, I don't know what else. And then Mulder gives her like a longer laundry list of things to do, do. Like, okay, I went to Canada. Can you please erase those <laughs> records so no one knows I'm in Canada? I know. <laughs> Can you also do this? Can you feed my fish? She gives her such a long list of like tasks. <laughs> After he just left her there. And, and again, he just like doesn't notice how off she is. Yeah. He's busy. He's, he's having a crisis. When is he not, though? True. So Scully gets called in to the office by Skinner, and he's irritated, which I I like irritated Skinner. Mm -hmm. It's very fun. And he's always a bit irritated. Right. But I love now he's Skinner. also irritated. And he's like, okay, we're, are we following up on this Jeremiah Smith thing? We've looked into it. It's kind of weird. It's kind of sus. What is he doing? Mm -hmm. And they found some information. And so we go to Pendrel. Love Pendrel. Love him. We find out that the Jeremiah Smiths were working on non-sanctioned work, and they had password-protected files, seven 10-gigabyte hard drive, or king <laughs> yeah, 10-gigabyte hard drive. Is it byte? It yeah. was, yeah, gigabyte, yeah. <laughs> Approximately 70 gigs <laughs> of data. I have a four-terabyte hard drive. You can get terabyte, like, <laughs> USB drive, like, thumb drives. And... And Scully's like, oh, looking at it, she's like, I think I know what this is. Can so, you print this off for me? Also, like, I have a terabyte hard drive that's just filled with TV. <laughs> Scully has a hunch of what the code is because she's mm -hmm. brilliant and smart and beautiful. Yes. And Mulder and Jeremiah find the electrical workers, so that's coming full circle. But, but it's like also just like, oh, this guy's dead. <laughs> He's dead, and he looks really gross and, for only being about a day dead. Yeah, and I don't even know if this, they got... They don't know he got stung by a bee, either. No. No. So like, Mulder like, doesn't, but Jeremiah Smith does, I oh, think. Oh, yeah. And then they get to a big farm of covered plants, and they're jinx, ginseng plants in real life yeah. and in the show. <laughs> it's just some ginseng. I don't even know what ginseng is. It's an herb. Okay. A Chinese traditional herb. Oh, okay. So you put it in like food. It's not like a drink. Well, it's like it's like a root. So it's like just like ginger. Kind of. Okay. Like it's like 
yeah, you can put ginseng in, in food, but it's like mostly like made for like teas and like supplements and stuff. Mm. Oh, and the, yeah, we see that we meet the, the Samantha's a child that hasn't aged and Mulder's weird response to it. <laughs> I feel like he just like forgets logic sometimes. Right. That's why I was just <laughs> like, dude, it's she's yeah, she's your sister. But is she, you know, like, she's she looks 12 and he just goes up to her and like expects her to know everything towards her. And it's like. Some something is wrong though, yeah. but he's not right in his head, I guess. But well, it also is the other clones were like older, but also like could talk to him. So I guess there's right. that. Yeah. But then there's that uh the blonde kid from the cold opens there too, and Scully goes to Walter's apartment and puts the t- X on the window for X. Um, <laughs> I just I just love that she knows her his little signals to get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so cute <laughs> um you know i'm taking crumbs in this episode they're not together for like most of it i'm like i just need my little crumbs jillian does look very good in this episode she's, she's so, so hot. hot in this episode she's beautiful this like blue pantsuit oh, that they have God. her in like it's working it's like, not a pantsuit she's wearing a skirt which i think helps it's just like a matching skirt and like blazer i guess oh. Ugh, it's just it's really good god she looks absolutely she looks incredible really beautiful in this episode like, i think season four is like maybe not their hottest but like they're both smoking this season yeah uh Mulder hasn't quite reached it yet because no. he he's still beat up and he has like you know got his face all messed up. But his hair later in the season is my absolute favorite. It drives me feral. Like I absolutely <laughs> love it. It's so oh my god. <laughs> but X shows up because he had been watching the apartment because he has this information to tell Mulder about his mom being in danger that they planted. And Scully asks him about the records and and why they all start with SEP, which stands for Smallpox Eradication Program. There it is. It's back. Oh, my God. You know what? I the had, smallpox vaccines again. I, yeah, I had forgotten that this was an Anastasi, too. Yeah. And, and he's like, don't open doors. You're not prepared to get the answers for. Like, he's trying to push her away from this, which I wonder why. Like... This episode certainly doesn't tell us. No. Um, but honestly, I don't remember if there's ever an answer. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. Chris is like, okay, let's just move on. <laughs> yeah. I have some other ideas we need to work out. <laughs> but yeah. Um, we will come back to this in the worst way possible. Great. And, and Mulder's just trying to take one of the clone Samantha. Yeah, he's just like kidnapping one of them. And Jeremiah's was like, what are you okay, doing? He's sure. like, she needs to come with me. <laughs> he's like, that's not your sister. <laughs> but then, like, he's just, like, okay with it later on, too. Like, it's weird. Yeah. I think he kind of tries, kind of just, like, gives up on trying to get Mulder to see reason. Like, they just don't have that much time. <laughs> yeah. And he knows it. Like, he's trying to, like, tell Mulder the evidence. And Mulder's just, like, being so dense. It's, like, unreal. I know. It's, like, dude, like, fuck Mulder. Just, like, listen for half a second. Yeah. He's just, he just has no critical thinking skills these episodes. No. And then Alien Matter Owner shows up. Of course. Of course he does. He knows where they are. There's a lot of jerky camera in the scene while they're trying to escape. And I thought I thought it was fine. I just thought it was interesting. I like I like RW at Goodwin's direction, 
but like it's solid, but it doesn't like stand out to me like a like a Rob Bowman right episode, or does, like a yeah. Kim Manners one where you're like, hell yes, this is good. These are some good choices. Uh, but like I don't want to disparage right Bob Goodwin. It's, it's good. Yeah, but it's just yeah, it's good. And so they decide to hide in this apiary. Is that an apiary though? I don't. It's think that's very what apiaries weird. Look like. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if they There's not just really like giant into honeycombs hanging down from the <laughs> ceiling like stalactites. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> an apiary. <laughs> I like like Jeremiah Smith has to explain what an apiary is too. He's like, it's a bee home. Apiary. Yeah. <laughs> they use real bees. They look like real bees. They are real bees and the logic was they won't sting if the queen isn't there. Mm-hmm. But the girl who plays Samantha Mulder, Vanessa Mobley, did get stung by a bee. <laughs> and she was very brave and she didn't say anything until the cut. And then she was like, ow. Aww. <laughs> and, cute. And this, I read this on like the fandom wiki. So, But I wasn't able to like verify it in any of the other sources I read. But apparently... Uh, Jillian Anderson gave her like a bravery Aww. award thing that the crew that's so made. I'm like, that's so cute. That's adorable. But yeah, Frank Spotnitz and little uh, special I watched on this episode was like, she was very brave and she <laughs> she did get stung though. <laughs> I I spent like most of my life being very terrified of bees. I'm still scared of bees. I am too, but I, I try to be normal about them. it now. Right? Yeah. You know, they're so important. Like, they don't bring me to tears anymore. I've know? been stung by a bee once, and it was awful, and yeah. I I hate it. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I I don't like stinging insects. No. I like to keep my distance. No, it's bad there's enough bees, that they're I'm going to, I'm going to avoid them. Yeah. You know, creepy crawly insects, like, that don't sting or bite, it's like, okay. Sure, whatever. Give me a spider any day. I can handle okay, a no. spider. No. I haven't <laughs> been by spiders, though. <laughs> But I surprisingly am like perfectly fine with ants. Ants don't really bother me either. Anyway. But watching them on film, I'm like, okay. Like the yeah. bees are not in my face. I don't really care. Right, yeah, it didn't bother me. Uh but Mulder's idea to protect himself was like to pour gasoline on himself. And I was like, what? Is this a thing? And so I like Is it go- a thing? I Googled it. I Googled bees gasoline, right? Because <laughs> that's how you Google stuff, I guess. Yeah. And the only thing I found was, like, I guess apparently there's, like, this, it's not really a myth, because it, like, does help, but, like, it's a bad way to kill bees, but, like, the concept of, like, ground bees, which I also, like, didn't really know bees lived in the ground. Huh. But they were, like, I guess maybe they, like, fall, or I don't know, whatever. They don't have a home or whatever. And and so some people would, like, pour gasoline on them. And they were, like, don't do that. Like, yeah, that's, like dangerous i just thought that like to use vinegar maybe they would like avoid him because he smelled bad you know yeah i think that's maybe the logic but i couldn't find anything like someone out there what is the science behind bees do they like gasoline (laughs) do they not like gasoline where do they stand on the fossil fuel industry (laughs) we demand to know yeah i was like wondering if it was maybe like a yeah it smelled bad and then it was like an oily layer right on him but anyway, it worked because he didn't get stung. Yeah. 
and they hide and then the alien bounder honey comes in and they, you know, shove one of the huge honeycombs onto him. I know, it's so funny. <laughs> and it was fun. It's like some sort of like cartoon like, kid ah, show. <laughs> like I was just expecting like Vinnie Hill music. Yeah. <laughs> bees attack. <laughs> and Scully meets back up with Pendrel to get to work. And she's mm-hmm. like, I know what this is. And Pendrel's like, really? Because I have no clue. <laughs> He's like, I, I don't know. And they said there was uh, a sequence of 20 letters and there were 30 unique combinations. Mm-hmm. And she was like, proteins. I mean, acids. acids. And so that was easy. Yeah, that makes sense. That tracks. And so her logic is that it is a tagging system the U.S. government did that they built into the smallpox vaccine. And, um, well, okay, first of all, I looked it up and they stopped giving smallpox vaccines in 1971. Yeah. Um, but also, Chris Carter, what the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. We will come back to this. <laughs> he was like, what is something that almost, that a huge portion of the population has had? Smallpox vaccines. <laughs> It's also so funny because it's so dated because I was like, yeah. Right. I mean, we, like my we parents eradicated had it. it, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My parents had smallpox vaccine scars, but obviously we don't. Yeah. Because we were born after 1971. I know. This is a small, smallpox vaccine is going to be um, chicken pox for us, I feel like. Yes, totally. Because I, I like, first of all, I didn't know there was a vaccine for chicken pox. Really? I only recently learned this, right? Wow. Because I got chicken pox. Oh, because I got the chicken pox vaccine and the booster. <laughs> I've never had chicken pox. No, I got chicken pox. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I remember when, like, the chicken pox vaccine came out whenever we were, like, toddlers, and my mom was, like, on that shit. She was oh, like, okay. I don't know. But my cousins got it. Uh-huh. But, like, there was definitely a vaccine for it whenever we were toddlers because I yeah. got it as a toddler. Oh, okay. I didn't know it was around our. Is I think my I think I got it from my sister. I think we got it this. I mean, time. chicken pox is highly contagious. It's right. one of the most contagious viruses. Yeah, and um, but I just remember there were so many shows, like kids shows, where like one of the plots was like getting chicken pox. Oh yeah, like oh yeah, like on Arthur and stuff. <laughs> yeah, and so Scully goes in front of some of the FBI bigwigs to tell them that the government is cataloging citizens via vaccines. Um, this is also so interesting because they do just collect so much information. Mm-hmm. Like the the idea that like this is a big deal that they're like cataloging us is just like it's kind of really okay f- funny now <laughs> because like we're constantly tracked. <laughs> like we live in the like a like a surveillance state, right? Mm-hmm. So like this is kind of almost nothing. It's like yeah, sure, of course, whatever. Yes. Like, what was yes. the alternative? Getting smallpox. Wasn't there that um, my chicken pox vaccine is tra- ta- is means I've I'm being I, I've been tagged and tracked. Oh well, <laughs> <laughs> I think there was which it doesn't it doesn't by the way. <laughs> no, this is this is complete this is fabric- fake. complete fabrication. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's like it, this this plot line only it's only like usefulness is to give the bad conspiracies right air. And also, like, they would just try, they would just, they're just reading my text or whatever. Right. It just, like, doesn't hold as much weight post 9-11. Yes. No. 
<laughs> and so she's, you know, telling them like, oh, you know, I have this protein on it. And then um, yeah. it's interesting. <laughs> I love Skinner's like, I'm not a scientist. And then Scully's just like cutting him off. Like, well, I, I am. am. So, so why don't you shut the fuck up, Skinner? I do like when we get science, Scully. Like, even though like the Hot. science in this, like the science in this is like very basic and like it's fine. Um, I do like when we get science, Scully. We haven't had her in a while. Mm-hmm. I miss it. I miss early on whenever she's explaining things like PCR. And yeah, I feel like we haven't had Scully like science Scully and like a myth arc since like early Meyer Floss. Yeah. Also to I ugh, I know. Also to be fair to kind of the the everyone she's presenting to that that protein image didn't really look like anything. Did it look like <laughs> anything to you? I was trying no. to see what she's like. It's a three D image of this protein structure, and I'm thinking of like all of the three D images, which molecular modeling now is so much better, oh, totally. right? But like I was just trying to think. I was like, you can like do it on your PC now, right? And <laughs> I was just looking at it. I'm just like, hmm can't really see anything like a tertiary structure yeah it was very very colorful it was just like pretty blob you know Mm -hmm. and pentrel's slightly different pretty blob (laughs) yeah and and then uh, one of the other fbi guys going this is something we would have expected from agent Mulder. let her get freaky and she's like i've had my doubts i looked at this she's like um excuse me sir agent Mulder wouldn't give you this much data like this much like hard evidence he would come in here half cocked (laughs) she she gave them data you know yeah and so skinner after this whole presentation is just like uh can i talk to you outside (laughs) and that's like that's such a teacher like Mm -hmm. you're in trouble now scully but she's prepared for this and he starts you know complaining and she says i'm doing science isn't this why you assigned me to the X-Files? Yeah. I'm a scientist. Well, here's the science. So Isn't this the, my whole point? And then Mulder calls and tells them that he, him and Jeremiah are coming back. And Scully's like, okay, that's good. Because like, we very much need some answers from Jeremiah. So, of course, they're mm-hmm. not going to get them. No. <laughs> and so we're waiting at um, Tina Mulder's hospital room. Mulder shows up. Sands. Jeremiah, because right after he hung up the phone, the alien battery hunter did come up to them, crash into the phone booth and the car, <laughs> and Jeremiah Smith bolted. <laughs> uh, and then Mulder is like, kill me, let him live so he could save my mom. And it's just like, God, you're... You're he's, in your flop era in this fucking bad. episode. It's like, man, just <laughs> oh yikes. my god, saving your mother who is rude to you and who is awful is useless. Say, is awful. He's just like in a crisis. He just cannot think clearly right now. He's he, yeah. He's he's really having a go of it. Mm-hmm. And mother shows up to the hospital room, and Scully goes into mom mode. Because he looks like shit. And Scully's like, oh my god, you're so cold, you're in shock. <laughs> yeah, Scully's like, um, you need medical attention, Mulder. <laughs> and so when they go into the room, like she puts this blanket over him, and I'm like, oh my god, I wish that were me. I like how Skinner just like excuses himself. He's like, mm, this is to give y'all a moment. This is a personal moment for not the door. <laughs> yep. Exactly. So true, Skinner. Mm-hmm. David Duchovny has a solid cry face. Like, he's on the verge. (laughs) 
I think it's pretty funny. I try not to laugh, but I realize <laughs> that like it's yeah. I liked it. Yeah, I understand. It's it could have been worse. Yeah, it could have been. We cheesier. know because we have seen him. We have before. seen him do worse. Yeah, <laughs> I could tell he was he was holding back. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have a quick scene of X entering Mulder's apartment. Yeah. And he senses something is wrong, so he goes to the elevator. And the elevator opens, and he immediately gets clapped right into Twice the chest. In the, yeah. Like, very close to the heart. So, oh no to our boy. Yeah. I mean, everybody dies. Everyone dies. That's what Alien Bounty Hunter told Mulder. And that's what we're finding, except not everybody. Except not the alien bounty hunter. <laughs> and also not Tina Mulder, my sworn enemy. <sighs> if anyone's going to die. I literally, like, yelled, like, <laughs> I can't believe this bitch is getting healed. Oh, my God. I like how the alien bounty hunter didn't want to do it, too. He's like, why am What's I the doing reason? this? Like, why am I doing this? What's the reason? Is there it made me about? like him. I'm like, oh, I stand a reasonable <laughs> king. He's like... Is Why there, should I do this? Secret Smoking Man, like, making up, uh, Mulder is, uh, he's important to the, uh, mission. He's, uh, uh in the center of it all. <laughs> we, uh, need Mulder, even though, like, he's constantly getting in our way. <laughs> and, you know, Mulder's melting down in the hospital room, and Scully just looks so incredibly hot. Oh, yeah, she does. And this, okay, so, like, I don't <laughs> like this shit, I don't like this episode, right? Uh, I would have preferred that we skip it, but I will say that the one moment where it pulls me back in is Mulder's... You put such faith in your science, Scully, but the things I've seen, science provides no place to start. And then Scully's saying, Nothing happens in contradiction to nature, only in contradiction to what we know of it. And it's just so good. Such a good line. And, like, it, it's just so perfect because, like, that's how I feel about science. Like, that's why I like science. It's mm -hmm. because, like, there are answers that we don't know yet. Right. But, like, that's the fun of it. Right. And, like, yeah, you have, you have faith in science because you have, like, evidence to back it up. But it also doesn't mean that that's all there is or that, like, that, that your conclusions are concrete either. Like, it's mm -hmm. always always open to change and, and and to me like the beauty of science is that it's not a blind faith i yeah. mean for some people it is and like right. that's a real problem right but i think to me like the beauty of science is when you get to challenge like yeah establish belief and, yeah. and really try to answer something like difficult i mean there's plenty of answers in science that like it took really brave people to like yeah really fight for their belief. I mean, not even belief. It's like evidence that they had right. that like got dismissed. And, and you know, Scully's like, nothing happens in contradiction to nature. It's like yeah. th these, we have rules that are followed and sometimes we don't know all the rules, but right. there are rules that exist. Right. And so I absolutely love this quote. And it's like, okay, it's I really hate this good. episode. And then I'm like, it gets to this one. I'm like, it okay. Has like a golden Scully like, nugget in it. It's just like so good. So good. Yeah. As two scientists, it's just like, yes. Yes. There Hell is yes. Hope. That is where the hope is. And I think this is a real quote. I feel like I've seen a couple of people be like, this is inspired. This inspired me to get into science. Mm -hmm. Because like Scully as a character really did inspire a lot of people to get into science. Yeah. And I think that's super cool. And I think that's like 
what's so interesting about her as a character is because like sometimes she's written in a way that like isn't um isn't like the most feminist portrayal of mm-hmm. a character we've ever seen, right? Mm-hmm. I think right. there's there's moments where she feels very much like she was written by a man. Yeah. But I think the fact that like even with that, she still is such a beacon to like young girls and like right. women and and people who enter science and everything. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. So thank you, Chris Carter. Honestly, t- from the bottom of my heart, thank you for Scully. Yeah. You don't always treat her well, but you did create her. Yeah. <laughs> and as she's talking to Mulder, saying that they know somebody who has the answers, X is dying. <laughs> in the hall. And he's dragging himself to Mulder's front door. To leave a note in his own blood. To write S-R-S-G. In his own blood. And then he dies. He doesn't die. He runs away to an island paradise or something. Right, yeah. He's drinking mojitos somewhere. Also, this is how you can tell, like, I just have, like, internet brain. I was just, like, searched. (laughs) (laughs) What word is this? (laughs) Like, I mean, obviously it's an acronym. I know it's an acronym. But also just, like... You know, we we're just so in, inundated by acronyms now that right. like, we feel like we should or just, just be shorthand. able to figure it out. It's like, yeah. yeah, it's just shorthand. It's like, what is this shorthand for? <laughs> like, I've gotten into the habit of writing, of course, as O-F-C. C? Yeah, me too. And then I saw someone be like, that means O fucking course. I'm like, no, that's it not. It just means one. of course. It just means of course. Yeah. Because you can't I'm write you, O-C. Yeah. That's yeah. something different. That's original character. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. I do a lot of RNs like right now. Yes. Or like V's, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, you 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 read uh-huh. my texts. TVH, IMO. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. love those. I've I've fallen into BC for because. Oh yes, I do BC a lot. It's like it's nice. It's so much shorter, and everyone knows it's because. Yeah, and and like I don't know, like you remember those people that always be like, "How much harder is it to type because?" And I'm like, "Do you Actually, know though? kind of hard? Do you know though? It's kind also like, annoying. do you remember T nine? Like it's so much more <laughs> keystrokes. Yes, yes." And I think like it's it's just like my brain moves quicker than my fingers. So right. sometimes I just Me need too. to like get to what my brain's thinking. I've been doing seriously a lot is like S R S S O Y, you know, just yeah, search. Yeah. yeah. That's why I was just like search. <laughs> search. Do you remember that commercial search. where it's like, oh my God, my BFF Jill? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're bringing yeah. that energy back. We are. <laughs> Good for us. Good for us. And so Mulder is trying to get information about the Canadian farm. And he keeps going to um, the, because he's in the UN, because SRSG stands for the Special Representative to the Secretary General. Which I don't know if there's more than, he sounds like there's more than one. I also like how we just like skipped over... Mulder potentially finding X's body and or just yeah. all of this blood all over his apartment. And like, nope, now we're at the answer of what the acronym is. To me, I was just like, okay, but why can't we have... I don't know. We needed him crying poorly. Right. It's on just... the body. For some reason, I had this like, this like false memory of like him getting there and X's body not being there. Right, I mean, I would the, the, I would expect his body to not be there, but like the blood would still be there. Yeah, obviously. absolutely. And like calling his landlord and be like, "Hey, sorry, but uh, a friend of mine died in the hallway. Can you clean up this blood?" <laughs> right. <laughs> it's also just like, why did we skip over the scene? Ran out of time, I guess. I guess. I mean, must have. 
Yeah. They needed to have the chase scene and they needed several scenes of Jeremiah being like, Mulder, you need to listen to me because I'm going to tell you exactly what their plans are so you can stop them. Mm -hmm. And then Mulder being like, that's my sister. (laughs) But he meets Marita Covarubias, who as a character is fine, I guess. This is our first meeting ever. But as... People who have watched the okay. Americans. Okay, so this is why I made this face was because when I was watching the episode, I was like, she looks so familiar. What has she been in? I know <laughs> she's been in something that I've seen a lot. And then we were sitting here and Shelby was talking about something. And then I find it because I meant to Google it earlier and I forgot. And I finally Googled it. And it's it's Renee. Yes. <laughs> That's it's- why I made that face. <laughs> it's Lori Holden. And oh, she also plays bless. Renee from the final season of the Americans. And I am just so happy. It's I, I love her. It, it fills me with so much joy as someone who absolutely adores the X Files, someone who absolutely adores the Americans. Americans. It's just it's it's me, Lori Holden, and Daniel Sackheim. Those are the connecting fibers between yep. the X Files and yep. the Americans. I don't know. Is this further evidence that Renee is a spy? Yes. I mean, obviously, right? Because like she works here, so like she's definitely a spy. Anyway, she's deep cover. Anyway, one of the for our listeners who have never seen. The Americans. I mean, first of all, why have you not watched The Americans? Right, you should watch it. But also... Like, how many times do we have to mention it? One of the beautiful things of the show is how we never get an answer to whether or not Renee is a spy. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And also... Which, you know, I believe she is. She's so young. I know. That's why I think it took me a second. It was just like, she's so familiar. Because mm-hmm. she has such... She's so beautiful. She has such strong features. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, she looks familiar. And then I think I forgot to look it up because right after I was like, okay, I'm hungry. I need to eat dinner. And, and she's a totally different demeanor. Right, right, right. But I was just like, she looks so familiar. I know she's in something. And I totally <laughs> forgot to look it up until the middle of recording. And then I made this face and show <laughs> I like paused. I was like, you what's happening? I was like, no, keep going. <laughs> it's because it was her. I was like, that's it. <laughs> and I looked it up. She's Canadian. So oh, that makes sense. I didn't realize that. But yes, absolutely. This is sort of like how in Battlestar Galactica like launched a lot of Canadians' careers. Because like the show was like Mary McConnell, Edward James Olmos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just like a bunch of Canadians and no names. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, so I love, love Lori. I'm so happy Lori Holden got to be in the Americans and like, mm-hmm. a, uh, you know, a well written show. Yeah, fantastic role. Because like the mythology, like she's she's entering the mythology way too late to like get any of the good parts, you right, know? Right. But maybe she'll carry me through some of the mythology later. <laughs> we'll find out. Mm, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> let's let's find out together. I know the answer. Yes. Yeah, Shelby does. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but it was. I'm just so excited. I just. I'm just. I'm yeah. so excited to see her. It was. It was really exciting. L- Lori Holden, hi, rise up. Woo. <laughs> This is a pro Lori Holden podcast. Exactly. 100%. 100%. You know, she tells him the farms have been abandoned and Mulder's like near tears. And it's just like, I've, I've suffered a lot of personal losses because I think he's like, <laughs> he's assuming his mom isn't going to make it. His he's clone sister's gone. Sad boy. This is like, he is, oh like, my God. I love like, it. I'm why feasting. Are you, why are you looking into this? And he's like, I just, I'm having a really hard time right now. <laughs> he's and like, I just, I just, I just, I just need something. I just need a win. I just need one small W. <laughs> I need a crumb. Yeah, his his source and friend X died. Dead. Lo- lost his clone sister once again. Dead. Mom's probably going to die. Damn. Um, Not dead. Just 
everything's slipping through his fingers as usual, and he's just like near tears in front of Marita Covarrubias. <laughs> and she gives him this folder, and he opens it, and there are pictures of the clones working the ginseng. ginseng. Mm-hmm. Uh, why is that so worse? Ginseng. Worse? That word is so hard for me to say. Ginseng. Ginseng. Okay, it's not even that difficult. Anyway. And she, contrary to what Aileen Bannerhunter said, says, not everything dies, Mr. Mulder. Love that. Dun, dun, dun. Love that. And then Sigurd's Monkey Man has Tina Mulder healed because he hates me personally. Yep. That I will never be free of her. I am so annoyed that she got healed and that ex died. Like, so it's, annoyed. It's so fucked. So annoyed. Like, why did you make that choice? I feel like Chris Carter just killed X because he didn't know what else to do with him at that point when it was just like you could have done so much more yeah also why not i could see i mean obviously x is gonna die at some point right but Mm -hmm. like why not make that like a little later on in this season like why are you opening the season with like a major character like that dying yeah i think i think like even make um, it mid-season you know i feel like they felt like they needed to have this mythology do something other than spin its wheels and i don't know but like they gave us some hints, so it's not totally out of the blue, but like, right. it's it just, kind of nah. It just felt really quick and really lazy, you know? It's just like, I feel like for a character like X, you would want to, there would there needs to be more buildup. Like, he, mm-hmm. he, he got caught in that trap. This. Right, he got caught in that trap so easily and then got shot. Like, no, we know he's smarter than that. And we know he's a person that's not super willing to put his personal safety at mm-hmm. risk. And like, he just... And walks Stephen... into a gun trap. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. It just doesn't quite yeah. connect. You and know? Stephen Williams rules. Like I'd, he's so I'd good. love to have him around. Yeah, he's absolutely my favorite informant. I mm-hmm. will miss him dearly. But we just need to honor our legend and hero X. X. Thank mm-hmm. you for always bullying Mulder. We it was amazing. He needed him, it. Putting him in his place, beating his ass frequently. Thank you. He really needed it. My God, we are going to miss you. R.I.P. In King. the arms of an angel. <laughs> Fly away. And that's the episode. Yep. So, on to our segments. First. Agent Mulder. Shut up, Mulder. Damn it, Mulder! Mulder! How annoying was Mulder this episode? I'm giving him a seven. He was pretty annoying. He's a very sad boy, but also annoying. Yeah, I'm giving him an eight because it was just like, okay, he's going through some trauma right now, blah, 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 blah. But like, he was such an idiot in this episode and it Mm -hmm. just made everything drag. It was like really annoying because it was just like, Mulder's not normally that dumb even whenever he's in a crisis so Mm -hmm. it just felt like he was dumb for plot purposes and then it was just like fully agree yeah fully agree I think David Duchovny did a good job this episode though right yeah it it was it's not anything against David Duchovny it's everything against Chris Carter in my opinion yeah Chris Carter not your best work if I'm gonna be honest I think David Duchovny did the best with what he had but he didn't have much you know yeah yeah I give him an eight no complaints from me. Next. So uh, this must be the enigmatic Agent Scully. Scully's sassiest moment. <laughs> you can go first. I'm giving it to whenever um, Skinner was like, yo, Sc- Scully, what the fuck are you doing? And she was just like, this is why you hired me. 
yes. get off my ass yes <laughs> yeah i give it uh, yeah her like just being like you this is science i'm a scientist you wanted a scientist on the x-files right so here you go the government is tagging people through the smallpox vaccines tracking us cataloging us and he's just like oh <laughs> damn it yeah it's bad enough that he had Mulder. now he has scully yeah. up his ass and right. he's like you know what i'm too old for this shit yeah yes i think she was especially i feel like she was pretty sassy this episode um my honorable yeah. missions were to her like telling mother uh you left me here i know that one <laughs> that one was really good i yeah. almost chose that one I'm where you left me <laughs> but i think my, i have to go to the one where skinner is like i'm not a scientist and then like scully just cutting him off <laughs> yeah legend legend behavior and she looked incredible this episode. God, she was so hot this episode. Like, oh my really. God. Like, Jillian was so beautiful this episode. Like, they've always been hot, but, but I think like, we are reaching another level now. It just, like, she was just, like, every time she was on screen, I was just like, wow, she's just so beautiful. Her hair is just so on point. Like, it's really It's good. not as big as and it just, is in season three. It's, yeah, like, pared down a bit. She's grown into her face more, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She feels more like, more like a 30-year-old like boss ass bitch then you know the like 24 year old little baby yes out, just out of college just that she is at the beginning school. of yeah. Yeah, this season so um also one final note is this episode i think will come out the 22nd of february so i would just like to wish a happy birthday to dana Catherine scully oh happy her, birthday scully her birthday is february 23rd and I forgot to do the math, but she was born in 64, so she's turning, what, like 58? Yes. Anyway, happy birthday, Scully. I love you, happy baby. Birthday. <laughs> Wife. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly. Welcome. You've got mail. Our 90s moment of the episode. Mine is going to the seven... Yep. 10 gigabyte hard drive. I'm, I'm sorry it can't be anything else it really can't it's so much it's so data it, it would take up <laughs> seven whole 10 gigabyte hard drives <laughs> oh my god that's so good that really is the 90s that's huh so good. that's hilarious you could buy like a 500 gigabyte yeah. solid state drive for like 50 bucks it's yeah. very funny it's storage has gone Storage well, is like advanced so rapidly. And you it's know that's wild. not like a complete full 70 gigs too, because there's always a little extra, right? Yeah, you have to, like, like, it's like a rounding error. Right, right, right. <laughs> you have to have a little bit of room in order for it to be able to actually read. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So approximately 70 gigs yeah. of data. Yeah, that's my, my my 90s moment. I just feel like it couldn't be anything else. Yeah, there really isn't anything else that's like super 90s. No, really, it, like generic stuff like the phones or right 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 no but the 70 gig doing 70 vaccine gigs. terrifying propaganda without the weight of you know the A world global pandemic <laughs> yeah and um yeah so i mentioned this earlier i really don't like this episode i was gonna skip it until i remember that x dies in it and we kind of have to cover that right but it's this episode spinning its wheels. It's pretty boring, to be honest. It's boring and it's retreading stuff. Like we're treating um, the concept of like cloned Samanthas as if we ha haven't seen cloned Samanthas in Before, Connie Endgame. Right? Yeah. Um, the smallpox stuff is aged incredibly poorly. Uh, yeah. Before I have mentioned that, I think the X Files gets uh, unfairly maligned. 
for the fact that like we're all conspiracy theorists now um i'm not defending this at all like chris carter i will feed you to the wolves this is an awful plot line horrible um it wasn't good in the 90s and now it's especially not good right uh even before the global pandemic you know just you know the whole you know vaccines cause autism stuff right the anti-vax movement was already yeah really bad yeah yeah and like i mean obviously he couldn't predict that but like it's just it's just I mean, like it's, why like, it's are, our public health right it's just like why choose something that is so vital to public health and it's also only does good to like be sort of a bad thing and i guess i i don't know i mean there's always been anti-vaccine rhetoric as long as there's been vaccines right yeah i mean it has waves and right and it, it just it just so happens that like you know in the early 2000s it kind of really kicked up with like the Andrew Wayfield's mm-hmm. incredibly disastrous like completely made up got his medical license revoked yes yes like com- he he was just he was just falsifying medical records yeah. of kids with autism zero scientific research doing it 100% for cash because he had a patent for uh, individual ma- uh, measles vaccines or maybe it was measles but like yeah like just the worst science has to offer it's Mm -hmm. it's truly embarrassing that lancet published it and it's led to um measles outbreaks in children yeah a disease that um again we've been vaccinated for um and yeah is of our parents generation that has come rearing back up in children yeah it's so like i I don't fault chris carter for not anticipating any of this because right how could how could you but like also like there are plenty of avenues to Why experiment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, can we go back to them pointing out the fact that the U.S. just, like, took Nazi scientists and just very seamlessly repatriated right. them? Like, I mean, you right. just can't do that again. But, like, yeah, yeah, it sucks. I hate this. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I feel bad because I feel like we've done three episodes in a row where, like, <laughs> just haven't liked the episodes. But it's sort of just how it crumbled. Yeah. You know, of, you know, Talita Kumi and Heronvoke, I like, I liked um, Tesos Dos Bichos better. (laughs) Me too, actually. At least I was like, you know what, I can get behind returning some, like, stolen artifacts. Absolutely. This um, narrative. And killer cats. Yeah, this plot I've established in my head where it's, like, actually Jaguar spirit that's, like, taking hold of uh, the scientists. What's worse, killer cats or killer bees? (laughs) Okay. Killer bees are real, though. I, I was going to make a joke about how the Astros uh, 2000 in the 2000s had the killer bees with oh. <laughs> Vigio Bagwell, Berkman, uh, some other guys I kind of blanked on, but... <laughs> the, I like just coming bees. up with, like, sports facts. <laughs> it's the killer bees. Me? Oh, actual killer bees? Shelby, no, sports. No, the killer bees, the 2000s Astros. Uh first time I saw my team in a championship they didn't win but it happens (laughs) and if you'd like to follow us on Twitter we're Condensed Truth on Twitter if you'd like to email us any questions or whatever I don't know Yeah, our email is CondensedTruthPod at gmail.com and next time we are talking season 4 episode 2 home and this episode is a bit infamous because it got banned from re-airing. Ooh. It's very violent. 
they had to put a warning over it. <laughs> yep, that makes sense. So, yeah, if uh, if that squeebs you out, just a warning. Um, this is a very too violent for TV episode. <laughs> but it's so funny because now TV is so Much violent, more violent that probably. it's like this is quaint. Yeah, I mean, not, it's not quaint. It's still pretty violent. But anyway, I'm really excited to talk about it. We're gonna have a guest. We haven't yeah. had a guest in forever. Yeah. Our friend Kevin's going to come back on and talk horror. So, yeah, um, we hope everyone has a nice week. Yeah. You pro- if you really like this episode, I would genuinely love to hear. Yeah, tell us why. Because, like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not approaching this at a closed mind. I'm genuinely no, yeah. interested. Um, but, yeah, uh, yeah, just uh, that's it. Bye. Bye. Bye.